Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Snap, the Saturday night adult party here on Whose Blind Life Is It Anyway? The show where we talk about sex, sexuality, and relationships from a blind perspective. I am your host, Victor Gouveia, and my co-host, Monica, is not here today. I kind of had a feeling she wouldn't be. uh, What I'm going to say is going... Uh, upsets her. The fact is uh, she hates how I treated Annabelle and I don't blame her. I hate myself for how I treated Annabelle. But we'll get into that in a minute. Um, Excuse me. Uh, Remember, if you like what you're about to hear, uh, hit that like button on all three platforms where we go live. That's our Facebook page on Twitter and on YouTube. And follow us on our Facebook page and on Twitter and subscribe to YouTube and we can get that viewership going up. Additionally, if you can't catch us live, you can always listen to us on podcasts. We're on pretty much everything out there, uh, whether it be Apple, Google devices, uh, Spotify, uh, Victor players. We're on there. Uh, Even Alexa will actually find us out there for you. So um, check us out. Naturally, if you want to talk, uh, contact us about anything, if you want us to do a certain segment on any particular thing that you want us, you want to know about, let us know. We'll go out and do the legwork for you and research it. And um, you can contact us at Saturday Night Adult Party at gmail.com. Again, that's Saturday Night Adult Party at gmail.com. Excuse me, folks. Um, Of course, our show wouldn't be possible without sponsorship from Eden Fantasy, the one-stop shop for internet shop for uh, sex toys, sex knowledge, everything you could possibly want. Uh, go check them out. Uh, remember that Eden Fantasies is spelt S-Y-S at the end, not S-I-E-S. So go to EdenFantasies.com. You can check out the description box for all the discount codes. And if you want to get a, a special offer, two free sex toys with purchases of $29 or more, you can uh, get those two free sex toys, but only if you hit the link in the description box. If you don't hit that link, you will not find that offer anywhere on the site. Um, today's, well, today's show is kind of personal. And I actually promised myself that I would not bring my private life onto the channel. But it seems today I have to. Not much of my private life, but a major thing in my life. 
back in 2019, I met a woman that, um, well, we just became friends. And um, at one point, she asked me if I wanted to play a game, an internet game with her and some other people. I didn't mind. Why the hell not? So we became part of this Facebook group. I can't remember the name offhand. Uh, I, it was run by Chris and Dominic and a whole bunch of other people. But anyway, that name of the Facebook group escapes me, but we started there. We had loads of fun with that game night. And... Um, Suffice it to say, it was fun. So we continued doing game night with Chris and the gang for a few times. And um, at one point, she, one of the people who were supposed to co-host with her on a Facebook group show, did not show up. So she asked if I wanted to do the show with her. Well, I I said, sure, why not? I had nothing to lose. So um, I did that show with her, and we titled it Canadian Bacon because even though the Facebook page was owned and operated by a uh, Baltimore resident, um it was just her and I on, on, on the live. So we talked about Canadian things, uh, Canadian stuff, Canadian news, blah, blah, blah. And uh, it was a rousing success. We loved doing it. And we had fun. Suffice it to say, things from there sprouted. <clears throat> You'll have to excuse me, folks. My voice seems to be losing a bit here. But things from there sprouted, and we started doing more and more shows together. Eventually, they had a falling out. Chris and my friend had a falling out. And she decided to go off and start a new group, which we both did. We called that group Blending the Blind and Sighted. And the group is still out there. It still exists. So feel free to go check it out. It's on Facebook. It's called Blending the Blind and Sighted. And uh, there were ups and downs. We had Facebook shows and YouTube shows every single day. And she did most of the work, actually, uh, all on a little cell phone that was pretty old. Um, but every day we did shows. Every day I was on my computer, and most of the time we were talking and 
coordinating and and coming up with content for the shows. Uh, eventually, things came to a head, and well, there was a whole bunch of drama, a whole bunch of shit that, well, essentially, that tore things up a bit. Well, one of those things that happened to tear things up a bit was me. Uh, Oh, uh, by the way, I forgot to say this. Um, This show is not for kids under the age of 18. If you are under the age of 18, please watch it with an adult or at least get permission from an adult to watch it. Uh, The fact is we swear quite a bit. We talk about sex and sexuality quite a bit. So viewer discretion is advised. Now, having said that, eventually this woman and I became close. And her name is Lori. And we became close. And eventually, I started up a relationship with her. Um, Even though I was married. I fucked up. And that is not something I will easily forget. In fact, I was so enamored with this woman that I actually moved out west to British Columbia for her. Something I've never done with any woman. Toronto was my home. Well, eventually it came time that I had to adapt to life in Quesnel, British Columbia, which is in the Prince George area. And I couldn't do it. I mean, let's face it, going from a town of three or four million people to a town of 23,000 people, uh, there was a lot of getting used to things. I I couldn't really get used to it. But I tried. And it didn't help that... Um, well, suffice it to say, it didn't work out. I am not going to talk about why. I'm not going to talk about how. And eventually I came back. My wife took me back. And those of you who are saying to yourselves, what the hell is that woman doing? Why did she take him back? The fact is, Annabelle has a love that cannot be compared to anything. 
when she gives you her love, she pretty much, well, she pretty much gives it all. And it's a deep, devoted love that she hands out irregardless of how she feels or what she's going through. So you guys may call her stupid for taking me back. I call it love. Suffice it to say, she took me back. And for a while, I actually considered going back to Lori. Really. For a while, I was considering going back to Lori. The fact is, I was going to go back to Lori, but then she met Bob. And she realized that, well, I don't know what she realized, and quite frankly, I don't give a flying fuck what she realized. The fact is, she decided to take Bob over me, which is interesting given the fact that I helped her get the money she's getting. She was getting, well, sorry, I should say I helped her get the money she was going to get to bring me back out there, which was a whole income tax thing. It, it, it's a long story. But anyway, suffice it to say she met Bob and decided to be with Bob. That pretty much killed me. In more ways than one. It got to the point where I seriously considered suicide. And the only reason I didn't do it was because I didn't want to leave this huge mess for my wife to clean up and my daughter to see. And don't get me wrong. I played my role in it too. The fact is, I'm the one who made the decision to go out there. I'm the one who made the decision to cheat. It was all me. Some might think that she brainwashed me or whatever. No. It was of my own free will that I got into it and went out there just as it was my own free will to come back and to want to go back to Lori. Remember, God gave us free will to do whatever we want, and if what we want takes us to hell, that's our problem. But we're not talking about religion. Suffice it to say... I have come to find out that Lori's not all there mentally. One of the things that we fought so hard for was her health. Uh, Lori had 
a very well and a very nasty anemia condition and for those who don't know anemia is when your blood gets so thin it's practically water and she was severely anemic and no she wasn't lying about that in fact the doctor spoke to me and we confirmed her test results and everything else to the point where she got transfusions so in that regard she was telling the truth however she also had a mental illness Now, those who watched our previous show, The Blind Perspective, knows that I hold people with mental illnesses in the highest regard. The fact is, I can honestly, well, I can honestly hope I never go through mental illness. Hell. Some people say doing this show means I'm crazy. I don't know. But she had border personality disorder. Or she is. She has border personal, borderline personality disorder. Amongst other things. She also was prone to panic attacks and anxiety and a whole bunch of shit. Now that I knew going in. What I didn't know. And I still don't have any solid proof of this. But given what I know now. And some of the people I spoke to. She's far more fucked up than I imagined. To this day, I can't really be sure that what she felt for me was true. I can honestly say that what I felt for her was 100% true. I mean, for Christ's sakes, I went out to the West End to a fucking small... Out of the where town, out of nowhere town of 23,000 people. I went from a city that's awake 24 hours a day, seven days a week, to a town that shuts down at, well, six o'clock. If that doesn't show you how. Serious I was. I don't know what will. But. There may be a possibility that she is. Dependent. On husbands with a disability. In particular, blindness. 
and she uses them, gets whatever she can from them, and if they don't live up to their expectations, she moves on towards somebody else. And I have to say, her crocodile tears fucking almost convinced me. She really almost convinced me that what she felt was real. But again, I can't prove that what she felt for me was real. And at this point, I am knocking my head against the wall Wondering how the fuck I could have been so fucking stupid. You guys have to understand. I am a... Person who knows people. I am a counselor. And I have an intrinsic knack for getting into people's secret emotions. And I prided myself on the fact that I pretty much knew the human condition. But this woman completely fooled me. And there will never be a day in my life that I don't regret meeting her. But that's not what this show is about. Oh, wow. I just heard my Canadian accent. Holy shit. Wow. I didn't realize that. Anyway, that's not what this show is about. It would seem that people who catch glimpses of our show aren't getting the message. They still think that Monica and I are together. And that we're fucking. And that we live with each other. And forget the fact that she's in Tennessee and I'm in Toronto. That makes no difference. I pretty much have a cock that's so long that it could reach all the way to Tennessee and go in and out of her without any issues. Apparently, I'm into bestiality. I'm into necrophilia with dead people. I'm into all of that. Apparently, if you talk about something on the internet, you must be into it. 
which essentially means that if Dr. Ruth came on and started talking about scissoring, she'd be a lesbian. Or when Dr. Phil or Dr. Oz start talking about rape, they're into that. That's essentially what people are saying. That someone who goes online can't just speak about things for information's sake. No. They're speaking about things because they're into it. They enjoy it. I am not into this shit. Not by a long shot. I had one experience with a fucking chihuahua dog. And people seem to think I just sat there enjoying the dog nibbling on my dick. I didn't realize that I actually had to tell people that I shooed the dog off. Because apparently, that's not a foregone conclusion. I've also been judged a necrophiliac because I stood there lusting after a woman who was on the floor, butt naked, unconscious. Except nobody takes into account the fact that, A, I checked for a pulse. B, I checked to make sure she was breathing. C, I made sure that there was no constricting of her blood vessels. And most of all, D, what the policy was in the facility I managed. Or that this woman had a DNR, a do not resuscitate order. Hell, I wasn't even supposed to call 911. But people don't take that into consideration. No, they just listen to the story and think that I'm into dead people. And for those who don't know, this is in particular to a YouTube channel, which you guys can check out in the description box. Did you catch that? You know nothing about me, and yet you're making all kinds of judgments on me. Well, I can make a few judgments on you. 
because none of what I said was promoting these lifestyles. I simply talked about them. But somehow from my words, you got that I am into this shit and promoting it. Oh, and Katie, you were being judgmental in your comment. And that's a fact. If you can't accept that about yourself, fuck you. The fact is, you said something judgmental, and I said, quote, Don't you think that's a little judgmental? Unquote. I didn't even call you a a judgmental person. You did that all to yourself when you started criticizing what I said. I have some clips from Did You Catch That channel. One of them in per- excuse me, in particular features an episode that I did with Lori called Game Night. Apparently we were well, we were talking pretty dirty to this kid. I'm going to play that clip for you. Along with her comment, I'm sorry, I don't know her name, and at this point, I don't really want to know her name. So we'll just refer to her as did. So I'm going to play did's comments as well as the clip she's talking about. And this is a video called Meet Victor. Because apparently I'm something huge to get out of anyway so guys bear with me while i find this because okay so Okay. Yeah, here we go, guys. Now, I realize there's no video, but I think for this little bit there will be because I have no control over how StreamYard broadcasts the video. But uh, here's the particular clip she's she spoke of and her comments. So have a listen. 
All right, you guys. So this is Victor. Victor is Lori's ex-boyfriend. You guys, just be aware. This is extremely graphic. Like I, there, I, there was so much, only so much I could do. Um, so trigger warning. It's pretty bad. Um, it was an hour-long video. I cut it down to about six minutes. When you think it can't get any worse, trust me, it does. Well, it very well could be. Well, but then again, you've never had a dog licking your pussy, have you? Well, but the dog don't have any choice in the matter. He can't make a choice. So to me, well, that's, that's a big split. Hey, the if, you put, if you put peanut butter on your clit, the dog will lick it right up. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. But he doesn't know what you're doing. I mean, he just... Yeah. Well, yeah. But then when you start getting into horses and sheep and cows and chickens and turkeys... Sick. And then I heard... And then I ran into one site that told me that uh, half of the females like to be licked by dogs or whatever mm -hmm. and but hey but i know people i know real people who have engaged in this sort of thing um, oh i i know I, my, back when i could see i actually saw several pornos with women and horses and shit like that oh yeah my daddy had some good books about that stuff yeah if he yeah. caught me reading he had busted my butt <laughs> okay but it wasn't stupid he, right. uh, i was petting this cat and he came over there and started fingering the cat really yeah but yeah uncle Roy, he would finger anything well at present uh yeah we have it here too it's perfectly fine in some cases. Oh, gosh, I thought y'all were so cultured and civilized. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Showed that 4.9% 4 of men one and 1.9% of women have had uh, some sort of sexual experience with an animal. Not this old girl. Well, not sure about that. <laughs> oh, well, I can think of an animal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I won't go there. That could get me in trouble. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it right. could get my animal in trouble. <laughs> So, in addition... Doggy love? Doggy love. Oh, gosh, you can get a poor little doggy to do anything. They're uh -huh. so loyal. I mean, one, one, one interesting case I found was in, in, in Washington State, a guy wa was killed because he enjoyed being penetrated by, a, I think it was a horse or donkey dick. Let me see. Oh. Yeah, no shit. No shit. I mean, the women I, w I watched on this porno were actually doing it with a horse. Oh, yeah. Uh, Remember I told you that uh, Sissy read me this story in one of Daddy's books about this woman doing it with a horse? Yes. And, uh -huh. and it ruined her. I to think to myself, how does one go about fucking a chicken? Yeah, that was my thought. Just right before you said that, I was trying to picture it. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> then, I thought, then I thought, well, the A comes out of somewhere. Well, yeah, but, I mean, can you imagine holding a hand still long enough to, I mean. Yeah, no, I can't, I can't I mean, see that. I was raised around chickens and stuff. Yeah. And that's the thing, isn't it? Kind of uh, peanut buttery-like substance on their clits and just have the dog go to town. Oh, yeah, they would. And, 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 I mean, I felt cats' tongues. And they're pretty rough. Yeah, they are. So, yeah. So, to me, that would be equivalent to um, a man with stubble on his face. Uh, yeah, but if, it's, if, if the cat is licking a clit with that rough tongue, well, that's will enjoy it. Well, I don't know. That's why I said to me, it would be like a guy who's just got... Or the person... But one has to wonder. If the dog enjoys it, and the woman enjoys it, or the person... Uh, having sex with the dog enjoys it. Whose business is it? Why is the government sticking its nose in? Well, in in, in the ass and it's in the nose. <laughs> oh, I think people uh, should take heart that in Illinois, you're allowed to rub your 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 dick all over the cat, uh. as long as you come somewhere else. <laughs> and of course, they don't make any mention of women. Talk about uh, talk about you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> gender bias. <laughs> oh, I mean, I can imagine. A woman fucking herself with a sardine. Not me. I prefer salmon. You prefer salmon? Mm, yeah, I don't much care for sardines. Wouldn't a salmon be too big for your pussy? I don't know. I've never actually seen one. 
Well, yeah, they're fairly big, honey. Well, it's okay. I'll take them home. <laughs> I don't think your pussy can handle that, honey. I will. I'm going to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> oh. Oh, wait. No, I can't, actually. One time, I was house-sitting a friend's house, uh, which included looking after his dog. Little type, a little chihuahua-type dog. This sort of thing. Yeah. Oh, wait. No, I can't, actually. One time, I was house-sitting a friend's house, uh, which included looking after his dog. Little type, a little chihuahua-type dog. And, um... I just—I I was just so horny that day. The dog gave you a blowjob. No, of course not. <laughs> I was just so horny that day that I decided to, you know, whack off. Well, as I was whacking off, up comes a dog between my legs and starts yeah, nibbling on like, my dick. Yeah. <laughs> and I have to say, it felt kind of good. I've had uh, I mean, bestiality. I mean, let's face it. I mean, I mean, governments are sticking their nose in way yeah, too far. I mean, that's what I was getting at. This is all our congressmen. Everything has a. No, I agree. I mean, yeah. I, crazy. I mean, we're having way too much government interference in our lives now. It's really getting annoying. But getting back to, getting back to our topic, there are... Okay, now, this we found on Lori's channel. This is her and Victor hosting a game. Uh, it's called Family Feud, but it's really adult-themed. And um, there is a young girl who Victor invited to stay and play. And even though they said, oh, well, she's not going to stay. She's not listening. You can clearly hear this girl answering these adult thing questions and participating and most certainly listening to the conversation taking place. You're, you must be in grade three? Second. I got held back in first grade. Oh, <gasps> no. Yes. Oh, my gosh. What are we going to do about that? I told you not to take Victor's answers. It wouldn't work out for you. <laughs> Jimmy was wrong. I really don't know what happened in first grade. I'm talking too much. And now I'm really, really smart because of that. Really? Oh. Yeah. Well, look at you. No. Nope. <laughs> you yeah. leave. Uh, Hannah, you I just. Hannah, sweetheart, you just tell him to leave Jimmy out of this, okay? Uh, man, I want to bring you in it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, let us get back to our game, okay, honey? Okay. Are you going to play, Hannah? Sometimes. Bye. Bye. Bye, honey. I guess she's not going to play. Um, uh, so, yeah, so sleeping is going to be the number one answer. Um, drinking, I think, would probably be number two. Because the, the book tells you it's eight hours from bottle to throttle. So I'm thinking, um, what? How about getting high? Uh -huh. I don't know. Is that on the list? What? Is getting high on the list? Yeah. Yeah. It's the number two answer. Drinking's number three answer. Yes. Wow. Well, I got one and three. Yeah. That's because I'm pretty, pretty awesome. 
Hannah, your mom seems yeah, to be the smart one. How many? How many? How many are on there? Uh, there's still one, two, three more. Um, I'm thinking. How about sex, Gene? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking yeah, that too. Sex is yeah. the number five answer. Come on, man. Now, don't tell me you guys have never joined the Mile High Club. I've been there and done it. Come on, y'all. Not with a freaking pilot. <laughs> I have no comment. Right. No. I have no comment to that. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay, so, still two uh, more answers. Two more answers. I know they're not allowed to take cold medicine and stuff. Uh, no allergy bags. Honestly, you're trouncing me. We did last time too. Yes, you did. Blended, remember? <laughs> yes, you did. You did. Yeah. Two week, two weeks in a row, Victoria. Two. Yes, that's right. Don't lean on me. That's fine. All right. Well, what, 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 what were the other answers? Because I am curious. Texting on the phone or bathroom break? I said texting. Or did you? Three times. Yeah. I'm saying bathroom. Pam is what was. Yeah, but that's got nothing to do with anything. If they go in shifts, you hope he's not doing that. Anyways, that coke is disgusting. Um, let's move on. Yeah. All right, so, got four right. out of four. What's the next question, baby? <laughs> Name a fruit that reminds you of a body part. Banana. Peach. Uh, oh, wait, 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 wait. Eggplant. You said eggplant? I said eggplant, yeah. Steve got it with the number one answer being banana, peach is the number two answer, and eggplant is the number six answer. How about a pear? How about a pear? Some girls are shaped like a pear. No, <laughs> no, no pear. We are not. No, no pear. Uh... Peach, because some bitches need to shave their face. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, how about. No, grapefruit would be stupid. Apple would be stupid. Uh, what other two? Pineapple. Pam says um, apricot? No. no. A melon? Um, mm, what kind well, of melon? Boobs are kind of like melons, I suppose. Like a cantaloupe? Like, yeah, like when you when you get older, when you get older, girls' boobs are like mush melons, but when they're young, they're firm like a, uh, what, yeah? Uh, she says cucumber, even though it's a vegetable. No. How do grapes... Yeah, how, how the hell do grapes look yeah. like body parts? Grapes? Your balls? Really? Your ball set? Well, yeah, but Pam's right. What if you got big balls like I do? That's kind of like an orange. I mean, great. I think that's too much information. Too much. Hilarious. 
Too much. Poor Hannah must be <laughs> turning into her her, her sofa she, bed. She, she's not listening. Hard to get peace. Stephanie was better listen to that. Tell, I know better. What's that? Tell me something a man might do to get a woman in the mood. Hold on. Say that again. Why did I say peace? Tell me something a man might do to get a woman in the mood. You look beautiful. Okay, I think that's the end of it. Uh, so a couple of things. First and foremost, not sure if anyone noticed that this, but she completely distorted our voices on that first clip. I don't know. She sped it up or something like that. And she cut it into parts that well, I don't think they're so bad, but apparently she does. She even said she trimmed it down to six minutes. What about all the other information that I gave out about people who are into bestiality? And again, I never said I was into it, nor did I ever promote it. The fact is, we don't pass judgment on this show. Unlike you. Did. And do. Secondly, that was not their kid. I now know who that person was. The couple's name was Pam and Steve. And I think they were babysitting at the time. But I have no control... what they do with their kid. The game wasn't adult-themed. It was just a game on her phone. And we were reading the questions as is. We weren't making up these questions as we went along. But she didn't tell you that. And I honestly don't think we said anything wrong in front of that kid. Nor did I encourage her to stay. I asked her a fucking question. And apparently, did you catch that 
seems to think that was an invitation for the kid to stay. Now, you guys can feel free to patronize. Did you catch that? As I said, the links are in the description box. You can follow her, follow her you can donate to her, whatever she wants. I'm going to tell you this, though. Given that this woman is blowing shit out of proportion, how much can you really trust her? I mean, if we can't rely on ourselves to present knowledgeable and truthful information, we're no better than CNN or Fox News. For Christ's sake. And she's got a kid, so I, I, I pity the kid who's going to grow up in that environment. I really do. My kid is no angel by any stretch of the imagination. But I have more concern for her kid than I do for mine. But anyway, we'll move on from there. Now comes the clip where she refers to my necrophilia and how I lusted after a woman who was sitting there, lying there unconscious, totally naked. So, again, I, I don't come up with this shit. She's coming up with this shit. So, bear with me while I go get the video. Yeah, here we go. And apparently she even has trigger warning sign in the uh, name of the video. <laughs> because apparently what I said was triggering. To who, I don't know. But apparently... Anyway, have a listen, folks. See what you think. You guys. So this same guy, Lori's ex-boyfriend, who was promoting bestiality, is promoting S.A. of unconscious women and corpses. This is some of the most disgusting stuff I've ever heard in my life. So when I came out with the first story about him, um, you know, his ex-girlfriend tried to say, Oh, they're bringing up my, my abusive ex. I clipped part of his video, for one. Never talked to the dude. For two, if he's so abusive... 
Girl, why are you trying to get him to sponsor your trip to the United States? Yes, you guys. She tried to act like she don't have no contact with him. Her and her current boyfriend just got into a huge fight because he suggested a female mutual friend of theirs sponsor this trip. She's like, no, I don't want to ask her. Let's ask Victor. Y'all, he flipped. He flipped. Well, he, he went home. Anyways, so this starts off. He starts trying to um, minimize it and desensitize people ineffectively, justify it legally. And then as we get through, we see why he's doing all this stuff. He starts telling about his own story. A story when he was uh, managing, managing an assisted living facility. He walks into a room. He finds a woman naked on the floor and unresponsive. Usually, according to him, you'll hear him say it. His first thought would be to perform CPR. He didn't. Because he was too busy thinking about what he wanted to do to her. He claims he didn't do it. But if you're admitting all this, what are you not admitting? Either way, even if he didn't go through with it, there's no mention of ever trying to resuscitate this woman. He said he was just standing over her thinking about it. And that's why he's bringing up the legal justification. Well, if they're dead, it doesn't count as rap. You get what I'm saying? So he checked. She didn't have a heartbeat. And that was his legal justification for it. They would have just gotten him with... Abuse of a corpse, if anything, if he got caught. And he tells people, just don't get caught. Y'all, did you tell me you think he let this woman die? Listen to what he says. Oh, dear God, you guys, I almost forgot. Dude, I can not stress this enough. Like, trigger warning. Like, he starts it with a joke about rapping slaves because you know why not at this point apparently he just thought that was funny and then he goes on to start saying the most disgusting stuff i have ever heard in my life be prepared it is way worse than the last one in the good old south yes it is yes it is well we're a horny bunch down here so you know <laughs> <laughs> Well, you guys have to do something other than fucking slaves, right? <laughs> Somebody, somebody's going to tell me to. <laughs> you don't, and that's the thing. That is the thing. A lot of people actually kind of tend to like that sort of thing when, you know, their, their lovers are unconscious and or. If you didn't hear it, rewind it. He almost slipped and said victims. Unable to want, uh, fight or talk back or, I mean, unfortunately... The most famous necrophiliacs were Jeffrey Dahmer and uh, Ted Bundy. He's upset Dahmer and Bundy give guys like him a bad name.
But <laughs> there are other ways of doing this. I should mention, necrophilia in and of itself is not illegal. The illegal part is actually doing something with the body. There is, I think, one state out of all 50 states and territories where it's mentioned about sexual contact with a corpse. What he's doing is setting it up so that when he tells you his story, he can justify it and say that, you know, it wasn't illegal. And he's trying to desensitize people by saying things like, oh, well, this is called romantic necrophilia. Like, what in the... F oh, my God. Yeah, it's like that's, you know, it's against the law. No, it isn't. It isn't at all. But I'm talking, I mean, they would have to be in the ground for a number of, of, of years, if not decades. Oh, so you're going to dig them up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people don't actually enjoy the digging up part of it. I wouldn't either. I'd... He goes on a rant, angry because he's not allowed to bury people in his own backyard, by the way. This will be why. I just go kill me somebody. <laughs> okay, let me, let me tell you the different types of necrophilia first. Please do. <laughs> okay. Now, class one is the role players. And role players tend to be those who like their partner to seem unconscious. Yeah, basically people who get turned on by pretending their partners are dead. Well, I don't like to do that. Yeah. Now, there are romantic necrophiliacs. That's class two. And these are people who don't necessarily want to have sex with the bodies, but they're very attached to them uh, in a loving way, or, uh, for example, how you would feel towards a wife, uh, or a partner, or daughter, or something like that. They want to make love to them, but not. No, no, yeah, they don't want to make love to them. them. They want to just keep the body around. Oh. They don't want to bury the body or get rid of it. They just want to keep it around. Gosh. Because it's, uh, they've been in their lives for so long uh, that they just can't bear to live without the actual person. If only to preserve their soul. Yeah, but that body's going to be stinking after a while. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Yes. Nothing would have to be done, like a fridge or something like that. Otherwise, the corpse would putrefy. Yeah, we probably uh, have to freeze them because. Yeah, or you can embody them, or, or embalm like, them rather. Yeah, yeah, if you, yeah. If you had a funeral, uh, funeral home bosom buddy that might do that for you. Yeah. Excuse me. And then, of course, there are necrophiliac fantasizers, those who fantasize about necrophilia but don't actually go out and do it. And those tend to be either when they're making love or when they're pleasuring themselves, playing with themselves. They will think about having sex with a dead body. I have to say, I, I never have. I fantasize about a lot of things, but not Well, here's, here's the one that us blind folks would relate to, tactile necrophiliacs. And those are people who get aroused by touching a corpse. Uh, of any <laughs> No matter what kind of corpse. No, it could be person, I... animal, or other. <laughs> well, we already know he's into animals, so there's that. But yeah, they get aroused by it. And then there are those fetish necrophiliacs who remove things from corpses because they get a sexual turn-on out of it. Uh, well, what are we talking about removing? Appendages or, I mean... Objects or body parts. Okay, so I thought you knew. <laughs> yeah. Um, but again, you know, how many, how many times have we taken the rings off our loved ones? You guys, he compares saving souvenirs from loved ones to saving their body parts here. Why would we do that? Otherwise then, you know, to keep them with us. Have you ever done that? No. Uh, taking jewelry from somebody after they died or something? Yeah. Um, you know, some people like it buried with them. Okay. Uh, there have been, I, I'm trying to think... Uh, I, I, I'm kind of like you, I kind of wanted to wear it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the fact is, I don't place such, that much sentimental value on trinkets, as opposed to the person themselves. If that makes any sense. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I can't imagine putting that much, uh, feeling into a ring, as opposed to a person. Well, it, like, sometimes if it's their favorite things, and you're really grieving, um, it kind of feels like, uh, still well, see, that's the thing. I could understand a picture. A picture of someone. You want to keep that picture as long as you can, because you're sighted, you can look at their face and remember who she, who that person was, or how they, how they were in your life, that sort of thing. Okay, now, this, I, I apologize, this is going to take some pronouncing for me. Yeah, necromutialomaniacs. Whoa. And those that. are people who derive pleasure from a corpse 
while masturbating. While playing themselves. There's no actual sexual contact with a corpse. They simply play with themselves with a corpse in the room because they enjoy it. So, now, there are opportunistic necrophiliacs, and I would think there's a lot, a lot more out there than given credit for. Okay, now here comes the part where he talks about his opportunistic experience. And, and these are people, well, here's the thing. These are people who take no interest in necrophilia, but if the situation was to present itself, they might actually try it. I could see that. I could see a person... Okay. Oh, you can fantasize about a lot of things. I mean, you should... No, no, not fantasizing. What are you talking about? I'm talking about, for example, I'll give you an example. I was uh, at one point managing a, uh, an assisted care facility, and I happened to do a safety check on one of the residents, and the resident was unconscious and on the floor, and she was completely naked. So, obviously, I had to call 911, and I called downstairs to get her medical file ready for the EMS. But I have to say, standing there watching over the corpse, or the body. Yeah, it turned me on a little bit. And I had thoughts of touching it. I'm sure that there's a lot of, that a lot of people have that kind of fantasy reaction. Well, it's not, like I said, it wasn't a fantasy until that point. I never even thought of it. Well, well, that's what I mean, though. I, mean, yeah. I guess that's the wrong word I'm using, but reaction, I should say. Yeah, no, I, get, yeah I get what you're saying. And, and I think a lot of us would just try it just to see what the hell it's, it's all, what it's all about. You know, what's the draw? But I, I just have to say, that's never been one of my fantasies, never been one of my... No, no, mine, no, mine. I mean, I've been doing that. You know, um, until that point, that woman laying there unconscious, I had never even thought something like that would be a turn-on. I always, whenever I saw an unconscious person, my first reaction was to give them, you know, CPR and or first aid. Yeah. Uh, because yeah, that, was, that was the employment I was in. Um, but seeing this particular person lying there unconscious uh, with no, um, no response, nothing like that. Um, I mean, I did check to see if she, was, uh, if she was dead by feeling for a pulse and checking her heart. But I never thought, of, uh, I never, I never thought I would ever see a body in that condition and get turned on at, at all by it. And... Oh, there were 150 million emotions that I felt. I mean, I felt, I felt ashamed. I felt embarrassed. I felt oh, and guilty. Guilty, and I felt turned on, and I felt like, yeah, let's fuck her. All gone, and I felt like, yeah, let's fuck her. All kinds of emotions. And then you felt like an idiot, and you felt like you ought to be shot. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I felt all kinds of things at that point. And, you know, you have to look back on something like that and think, Victor, what were you thinking? I mean, especially when I get so upset about hearing people who drug their victims to rape them. Uh, how incensed and upset I get with that oh, sort of thing. Yeah. You know, and... Um, yeah, I, I mean, I never even thought something like that was possible. But, uh, hey, you know, what can you say? And, of course, there is the actual regular necrophiliacs who actually have sex with the body, the corpse. And then... You get rid of mortis going on. And all it gets worse, honey. World can go. There is a homicidal necrophiliac. And these are people like Jeffrey Dahmer and Ted Bundy who have to murder their victims in order to have sex, have sex with them. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. See, these are the ones I've read about in novels. Yeah, and then there are the exclusive part of necrophilia, which is exclusive necrophiliacs who can only get aroused and fuck a body or corpse as opposed to a living partner. Gotta be dead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, and, and keep in mind, folks, we are not going to get into the psychology or psychiatry of necrophilia. Like I said, our show does not judge any particular person or fetish or desire. We simply talk about it. Which and, it's out there. Yeah, it's out there, folks. Whether you like it or not, it's actually out there. Voodoo priests are out there. If they Satanists like it, are out there. If they like it, I love it as long as nobody gets hurt. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm sorry, but corpses can't get hurt, honey. Well, they can't before they're a corpse. <laughs> true, yeah, very true. Hey, um, I wonder if Annabelle would let me kill you tonight. Kill me tonight. Yeah, and then fucking have to go at you. Oh, hell, she'd probably celebrate. <laughs> well, you know, she always tells me I can have you. So, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but, again, we don't judge fetishes. We simply talk about them. We tell you about them if we have something to tell you about, or we explain them. Back in the 1800s, uh, people actually did have sex with corpses, and it wasn't taken seriously. And keep in mind that sex with corpses goes back to Egyptian times, Mesopotamia, Incan, Mayan cultures. It's not exclusive to the 20th century. 
we may think we own the rights to a lot of this stuff, but it's like way back. Yeah, it goes way back. There is no well, there is actually one country in the entire world that actually says that necrophilia, in other words, sex with corpses, is illegal. One country out of upwards of 250. And to bring it closer to home, there is only one state in the United States that actually says sex with a corpse is illegal. And you get jail time. Which state is that? I would have to look for it, but I... Hold on. Here's the first one. Massachusetts does not even have laws that deal with this sort of thing. At all. And a lot of these states actually have them as misdemeanors. South Dakota is another state that doesn't have any laws about it. So you can actually go to South Dakota, uh, fuck a body, and get away with it. And come to Tennessee, Apache, and Greece. <laughs> oh, in Texas, it's really a felony where you get actual jail time no matter how severe it is. Talked about like abuse of a corpse. Yeah. Because I've, I've heard it on the news sometimes where when they caught people and they say they were charged with abuse of a corpse. That's right. That's right. Uh, it's funny. It's, it's actually really funny. You can't go to jail for fucking a corpse, but you can go to jail for burying one in your backyard. I mean, I always thought that was ironic. Improper treatment of a corpse. Well, you can bury one in your backyard. And no, no, I mean, for example, why should I pay a goddamn cemetery to look after my, my loved one's remains when I have a perfectly healthy backyard that I can bury them in? Because you'll dig them up and... I've always thought like that. And that goes for any corpse, whether that be a, a fish, a canary, a dog, a oh, person. you're talking about burying them on your land as a... Yeah, exactly, exactly. As opposed to paying a cemetery. Yeah, I mean, if you've got 80 acres of land on your property... He's aggravated that he doesn't have easy access to go dig up mommy and... Ugh. Why can't you bury your, your dad's remains out there? I'm with you. But apparently you cannot do that. I, I find that so stupid. But anyway, we're not here to talk about the laws. We're here to talk about sex with horses or unconscious people. So, yeah, um, knock you out. Yeah, and because um, there are reasons why I have to end, end this episode really early, and I can't say what that is. Um, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for catching you snap caught. today. Uh, make sure you tune in tomorrow for Arts, where yes. Mike brings you another episode of Children's Time. No, uh, it's another episode dedicated solely for children. For youngins, yeah. And uh, it's been a long time since she's done that, and it's uh, it's been a couple of weeks since she's been on. Yeah. He got caught. He got caught. I caught that motherfucker. And now he, I, good luck putting that on private, motherfucker. I already got it. Okay, I should check my chat. And, and, oh, sorry. <laughs> and, and next week I'll be doing family comedies. And some jokes <laughs> for these things. The incident. Yeah. Uh, and people don't realize that. Monica and I simply talk about it. We do not practice it. Uh, having said that, oh, I'd like to say, I'm going to knock you unconscious tonight. Well, <laughs> I like some jokes for these things, especially when it pertains to. He just gave a story about when he was work- managing an assisted care facility, a nursing home, and walked in, saw a woman naked on the floor, unresponsive, and he wanted to assault her. The law, because at the oh, end yeah. of the day, yeah, you can hide it from society, but if you get caught by the law, you're going to get charged by it. And if you can get away with it, and you're not hurting anyone, why the fuck not? Holy shit. Yeah. However, as I said, necrophilia is not in and of itself against the law. The, the abuse of reputation of a corpse is more illegal than actually fucking one. So, yeah, if, if you have a lawyer, just have him look that up and he'll tell you what's what. But that is a fact, at least in the United States and Canada. At no point, Virgo, is it rape. As I said, necrophilia is not codified as against the law at all. In fact, a lot of these laws that I mentioned and that are quoted in this article on Wikipedia actually states that all the laws refer to the reputation of a corpse and have nothing to do with the actual disturbance of the sanctity of a corpse. You know what? 15 minutes ago, you said you had to go. Well, you guys heard it from the horse's mouth, from himself. He was working at a facility, and he walked in, and usually when he would find somebody unresponsive, he would try to resuscitate them. He was too busy fantasizing or not 
fantasizing about what he wanted to do to this unconscious woman. And, you know, his legal justification, which he was going through in the beginning, was she didn't have a heartbeat, so technically it wasn't illegal. But you're working in a facility where you're supposed to be there to save these women's lives, and this is what you're doing. He didn't, he didn't ever mention CPR, ever. He said he stood over top of her and couldn't help himself from thinking about it. That's what he did. So he says that tomorrow, technically today at this point because it's late, is children's night, you guys. Yep, same dude tomorrow. It's children's night. This is what we're up against. My videos get taken down for exposing this stuff, but they are allowed to keep doing it. Just today, my video of Trisha telling her, uh, her boyfriend or whatever, like, stop this child abuse. You guys, that got taken down for community guideline issues. And I didn't even get to appeal it. But this is happening. This is happening on YouTube. And it's allowed to continue happening. And those of us who are saying, like, this is happening. You guys need to know about this. This needs to stop. Our videos are being taken down. And this is allowed to continue. Wow. I mean, there's so many ways I can break that down. First and foremost, thanks for the views. I appreciate that. Thanks for the views. And if you don't like it, why do you keep watching it? You're almost as bad as those fuckers who say, oh, I watched it to see what he'll do next. Really? And I don't know, maybe she's got a problem with her hearing, but I specifically said CPR. But apparently she did not hear that CPR. Oh, and did you guys notice she fucked up the audio, sped it up? Maybe she's speeding it up because she doesn't want anybody to hear how I never practice what I'm talking about. Maybe she sped it up because she didn't want anyone to hear that I was reading all this information off of Wikipedia. Wikipedia, folks. Apparently, Wikipedia is into necrophilia because they have it on their site. Honestly, did you catch that? It's really fucked up. Because everything she said 
was talking about what I was thinking. I was thinking this. I meant this. I wanted this. Wow, I didn't know we had mind readers in the world. <sighs> anyway, Monica and I were supposed to, well, reveal the truth. And the truth is this. Snap is a show that informs, not exposes. We aren't, well, we may be into some things we talk about. I don't know. I don't delve into that kind of shit with Monica. We are not that close. Her sex life is entirely up to her. If she should choose to divulge it on the show, that's entirely up to her. Just like me, when I divulge about sexual experiences I've had, I don't use specific names. But apparently, did you catch that can't be bothered by those little inconveniences because she wants the views. There's no ratings in just plain information, God forbid. I mean, for fuck's sakes, how do you hear this shit coming out, uh, coming out of my mouth. I don't get it. Well, maybe the fact that you sped it up made you hear all sorts of things. I don't know. Quite frankly, I don't care. If you feel so bad about what we provide here, Report us. Feel free. I'm not afraid of you. Or Katie or anybody else who decides to report me. Because I don't think we're doing anything wrong. Right at the beginning, we say viewer discretion is advised. That should be your first warning. Your second warning, and this one is not so obvious, is the fact that we have an Eden Fantasy sex toy shop sponsoring the show. You think there's going to be sex talked about in there? And I didn't realize that experiences were a lifestyle. 
I don't know how she got the fact that I wanted to fuck this unconscious broad from a two-minute call that I had, as I said, I was calling down to get the paperwork ready for the EMS. Now, if I'm calling to warn them that EMS is coming, obviously, I called 911 first. And as I said at the beginning of this fucking mess uh, segment, we're not even supposed to touch them. In other words, I shouldn't have even checked for a pulse. I should have shut the door and called 911. That is the policy. But it sure as hell wasn't my policy. I checked for a pulse. I checked that she was breathing. I checked for her circulation. I made sure there was nothing around her that could hurt her. And I hate to tell you this, but if we got in trouble for everything that ran through our minds, we'd all be very fucked. But that's not enough for you. You need the views. Well, here's something else for you to view upon. Hope you get lots of views with this part of the show, too. And yes, I am flat out telling you, fuck you. I am not sitting here defending Lori or Bob or what they're doing. As I said, I made my mistakes. I made my choices. And what Bob and Lori are doing now is none of my concern. I'm not bringing that drama onto this network. That's not what this network's about. This network is strictly for entertainment purposes. That's all this channel's about. But apparently that's not good for you because you won't get your views and your ratings up. Fine. I don't care. Like I said, if you think that what I talk about is bad, report me. Feel free to report me, please. Because at that point, I can actually sue you and find out what your name is, where you live, and all that shit. Because what you did was slanderous. 
when you go on live video and report inaccuracies, that's called slander. So you keep going, and I'm sure you'll find somebody to sue you. Not that there's pro much to sue. You're probably living, I don't know, on the on with your parents or something else. Anyway, I've given enough time to this clown. And those other clowns over there, over on the West Coast. It's not worth my time. And I hope that's the end I will ever have to talk about this shit. I don't know about you guys, but I don't like to think about the times where I want to commit suicide. You guys might enjoy that, but not me. Now, there will be no arts tomorrow. Unfortunately, Monica is feeling ill and won't, wasn't able to do her show this week. So make sure you tune in next week for the next episode of Arts. The Afternoon Radio Theater Sunday. And don't worry, a State of the Union is coming up because we've got new content that we're going to be talking about. And like I said, if you want to Join, did you catch that in her crusade to make up stories about people? The links are in the description box. Feel free to patronize her. That's entirely up to her. And you. I guess I should check to see comments. The policy here in Canada is that you are not allowed to touch the person. You're supposed to check if, if she's breathing and has a pulse. That's my wife, by the way, who's been doing this for about 30 years. Well, you've gone it. You've gone and pissed her off. You've made my wife angry. Well, I appreciate and love my wife for coming out to defend me. But I don't need her to defend me. I mean, for one thing, she's barely five feet tall. So I'm not sure exactly how much she is defending. She does know karate. 
So she might be able to defend me. But I am fully able to defend myself. Not that I have to, because as I said, we did nothing wrong. The only person that did something wrong was that, did you catch that chick? And don't worry, I will be unsubscribing from her channel as soon as I'm done this show. Because I just wanted to subscribe to her so I could find her more easily to get the videos. But again, you can use your own judgment. I am not going to tell you what to watch or what to not watch. That's entirely up to you. I think this woman is a fraud. And I'm going to say it again. I think Lori was a fraud. Who fooled me royally. but I take full responsibility for my choices. And I do not regret coming back. And quite frankly, if I didn't come back, I have a feeling I'd be dead by now. I lost a lot of weight while I was out there, but not because I tried. because I didn't eat enough to keep my weight up. So I have no trouble in believing that I would have lost my life if I'd stayed there. Fresh air or not being in the mountains. I had two heart attacks and a stroke. While I was out there. I'd never had that here. But that's not the point. The point is. I believe Lori was a fraud. I think. Did you catch that? Is a fraud. And Katie, I don't know you well, well enough to call you a fraud. So I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Maybe I misunderstood your post or your comment. But to me, it seemed a trifle judgmental. And if you guys can't handle the fucking information I put out, go somewhere else. Unsubscribe. Don't follow me. And don't be one of those idiots who says, oh, I'm subscribed because I want to see what he'll do next. That's utterly ridiculous.
Huh? My dog thinks so too. So there you go. From the from the horse's mouth or dog's mouth as the case may be. My life is what it is. My choices are my choices. And like I said, it is what it is. They're not always the right choices, but they are my choices. You guys talk about free speech. You guys talk about the freedom that living in North America allows. But then when somebody says something you don't like, all of, a, all of a sudden that freedom is nowhere to be seen and should go away. And I can honestly say, if I was into necrophilia, if I was, or bestiality, Nobody should care because it's my life. And if I'm not hurting anyone, especially in the case of necrophilia, hello, the person is dead. And again, nowhere did I promote raping someone who was unconscious. Apparently she heard that though. So I happen to think there's something very wrong with this chick's brain. And you should get yourself examined, honey. Because if you're hearing this shit come out of my mouth, you've got bigger problems. <clears throat> Excuse me. Anyway, that will do it for today's snap. Again, I want to thank you for joining us. Uh, again, there will be no arts tomorrow, and I will be back with the Meet Me series at some point. I'm just getting my ducks up in a row, so you will have more interviews coming. In the meantime, you can enjoy... Oh, and I'm sorry I had to reschedule the Blind Handyman and the Blind Like Me shows today. Apparently, my computer was being nasty. So, yeah, anyway, you do have the interviews on Blind Like Me to, to enjoy. So, yeah, feel free. Uh, you can catch those every Saturday mornings. So, guys, I want to thank you for joining us. Oh, I should check to see if there's any more comments. Yeah, no more comments except from my wife, who I love very much, and thank her. And uh, I want to thank you all for joining me, and uh, make sure you tune in next week. Um, at some point, we're going to have a couple of guests on our show who are going to talk about their experiences with 
a website called fetlife.com and that is for every fetish out there you can go and enjoy uh videos and pictures if you have sight of um people who freely upload their stuff so people can enjoy there's a lot in this and there's uh erotic uh writings too so as I said, I'll have this couple on to um, talk to us about their experiences on this site. Uh, I actually checked it out and joined it, and there's a lot of shit there. Quite a bit, actually. So um, it's not free. Uh, there are things that are free on the site, but again, I think it is a pay-per-use site. So uh, be prepared that if you actually want to enjoy any videos or anything, you will have to pay for it. Okay? So, guys, thanks for coming, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye, everybody.